This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Shut up and sit down. Last football game of the season and joining us right now to talk about it as he always does on Thursdays. It's Jeff Erickson from Rotowire. It's our fantasy sports podcast and it's brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. We build decks year-round, and we're now booking into spring and summer 2024. Take advantage of their current winter special, 1000 bucks off your new deck if it's installed by March 1st of this year. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Jeff, the best fantasy analyst in the business. He's with the best fantasy site in the business. That's Rotowire. Jeff, thanks a lot for taking some time to join us. As far as the Super Bowl goes for your coverage, how do you consume it? From a fantasy standpoint, where, where is your level of interest? What do you play in? How do you approach things? Daily fantasy, what do you do? Yeah, fantasy-wise, uh, you know, like the pick games, I'm like Prize Picks is a, a big advertiser with us, and I've been playing their game a lot. You know, Underdog's got a game. Sleeper's got a game. DraftKings has got a game. So the individual players I pay attention to a lot. You know, if I'm in leagues, I mean, it's pretty much done for you at this point in time. You don't really have too many tough decisions to make. I mean, either you, you're set it, forget it, and you're done, or you're just out. Of, you, you don't have that many options left if it's one of those where it's just a, a one-and-done type of pool. So DraftKings, of course, has their showdown contest. FanDuel, you need, all the DFS sites have their showdown contest. I don't do the whole lot of that. I'm more consuming just for the game and the spectacle of it. Usually I'm at, you know, I'm at a Super Bowl party or just, you know, even watching it at the house. I'm just into like some, some certain lines, you know, I'll get in some square pools, things of that nature. There's a lot of different ways to get involved. The line right now, 49ers, two point favorites, the over under 47 and a half. Let's start there from your vantage point. I'm going with the Chiefs to cover. Um, maybe I buy myself a point, get it to a field goal, something like that. I really liked it at two and a half. I probably should have gotten in then. The over-under, I'm kind of leaving, I'm kind of leaning over, but at the same time, Jeff, I think if the Chiefs win, it better stay low. What do you think? I agree with almost everything you said there. Um, in fact, I think exactly everything you said there I agree with. I mean, I'm on the Chiefs. I wish I had it at yeah, the open two and a half. It went to two pretty quickly, and it's been remarkably stable since. Yeah, then. I kept expecting it to slide. Everybody I know is picking the Chiefs. Yeah, and, and that's just the thing. That's the thing that worries me the most. It almost is just like it's too many people are on it. You know, oh, it's it, it's interesting. We had uh, the head of the owner of Circa, uh, Derek Stevens, on our show the other night, and he, he's hoping it stays at two. It's good for business for them. He was surprised, he, although he expects a lot of activity in to come in over the weekend uh it's in fact i've read that you know i've read that elsewhere as well that 
the the most the the, the volume of the betting is going to happen in the, in the two days beforehand. There, where people fly into Vegas and all that. Uh, even though there, this is the first time Vegas is hosting a Super Bowl. Vegas has been sold out for the Super Bowl for forty years running. I mean, it's everybody goes to Vegas for the Super Bowl, right? So uh, it's just going to be insane this year. Obviously, there, I've seen a ton of Kelsey action. A lot of people talking in it for obvious reasons, uh, but uh, you know, maybe not so much on the MVP debate. Although I think that's also one where he's getting a lot of action there too. But obviously, quarterbacks draw a lot of action. But it's interesting. In the last six years, four of the last six Super Bowl MVPs have not been quarterbacks. I found that to be an interesting stat. I love Pacheco at plus three thousand. Again, yeah. kind of going back to the theory of. I mean, there's there's two theories behind the Chiefs. The Chiefs mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl because of Patrick Mahomes. So by extension, you think, well, Mahomes is going to be the MVP, but he could just right. be the better quarterback, and Isaiah Pacheco can run for one thirty and two scores. Right. And, right. and uh, you know, I don't, I don't really like where the Niners' rush defense is right now. So I prefer to play the individual props with uh, Pacheco instead of the MVP, just because the way voters are squirrely like that. Um, but. I love the more than 67 and a half rushing yards. I love the more than 16 and a half attempts, especially that's where I'm really at on him. So um, I, but yeah, I I have a lot of entries uh, in these pick pick games, especially if you're coordinating it with other picks. I have a lot of Pacheco entries though. When it comes to the Niners for MVP, I'm in a different boat. I kind of look at it as, by default, it goes to Mahomes if the Chiefs win, and by default, it can't go to Brock Purdy because everybody will cook up some sort of storyline as to why it can't be Purdy that got them there, so it'll go to McCaffrey or somebody else. What do you think on the 49ers' end of that? Yeah, I think that's the prevailing mindset. I mean, I think if Purdy throws to 300, which nobody does against Chiefs, but if he does, if he goes to 303, I mean, it'd be hard to leave him out there, but then it'd be like... Oh, look, he's got Debo. He's got McCaffrey. He's got Ayuk. He's got Kittle. Yeah, I, I, I get all the, the narratives there. I do like me some Debo, though. Debo, is, I, I think he's going to be a provide a pro, present a problem for the Chiefs. Uh, I've been trying to find some good props on him. Both, uh, I, I kind of like the combined rushing receiving ones more than this the individual rushing or receiving. Because even when he catches a pass, sometimes it's behind the line of scrimmage. It, it counts as a run with him. So, you know, I think he's going to be one of the, the critical factors in this game. As far as defensive players, Bosa is the first guy on the board at plus 6,600. Warner, I actually like better from a San Francisco perspective at plus 8,000. And if I were to go defense, I'd probably go Chris Jones or Nick Bolton with the uh, Chiefs at plus 10,000 or plus 15,000. When I talked to Seren Petro from Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City, he suggested mm-hmm. maybe one of the defensive backs, like maybe McDuffie. And I don't even know where McDuffie is on this board. Or, you know, maybe Sneed. Sneed. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. McDuffie's plus 25,000. They're both plus 25,000, by the way. I mean, Larry Brown has won a Super Bowl MVP before. So, I mean, anything. Thanks for reminding. Happen. Thanks for reminding. That's right. It was against the Stillers. That's right. I forgot. And then, oh, yeah. you know, the corollary to that is that not too long thereafter, Dexter Jackson won one. Remember mm-hmm. from Tampa Bay? He got a couple interceptions against the Raiders. 
And the Steelers yep. tried to sign him that offseason, and he went to the Cardinals instead. So they whiffed on that, and they just wound up with this Palomalu guy from USC in the draft that never amounted to anything. That worked out. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> worked out. I mean, he had great hair, but what else? I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess when you play in a lot of Super Bowls, uh, you're going to have positive and negative results there. I mean, I, you know, I had one of the greatest defensive plays in Super Bowl history, if not the greatest defensive play in Super Bowl history. Uh, so, I mean, you get it both ways there. So you said you like the combined rushing receiving totals for Debo Samuel. Um, one that I've liked, and I, I think it's still at 17, the rush yards for Purdy over 17. It looks like a bit of a fluke, an anomaly, the yards that he got against Detroit. But mm-hmm. I've also been told that the purveying wisdom in San Francisco, this kind of dovetails with the Debo thing is, they don't run Debo as much as they used to because they try to save him during the regular season, but they try to do it more in the playoffs, and Purdy tends to yeah. go a lot more in the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're on, yeah, because you need it a lot more. I mean, the pressure is there. I get it. Um, two weeks, too. He's going to be healthy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can see it. Uh, I, I'm a little concerned that, you know, it's just that the Lions didn't do a good job of contain. Whereas the Chiefs might be better with that. I mean, Spagnolo is uh, great at dialing up blitz packages, and part of that is containing the quarterback when you do blitz him. You know, Lamar Lamar barely could get free, and that was one of the big things. Like, you you blitz Lamar at your own peril, but because usually he can beat you with the scramble, but he couldn't do that against the Chiefs. Yeah, so maybe you know that's where I think maybe I don't like the pretty uh, rush prop for, because of that reason. How about Kelsey? What do you think of uh, Kelsey's totals? Um, I think they're. I, I, By the way, I'm no seeing it's forty nine and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're. I I think I'm surprised they're actually not a little higher, to be honest. But I still don't. I think they're kind of a no touch because, you know, the Niners are going to have Warner on them, um, and they're going to do everything impossible to account for him. At the same time, the Chiefs have to go to him, so. Probably a stay away from. Yeah, me. actually, you know, let me let me amend that. Uh, they just they listed these funny. The the median one is uh, minus one ten, minus one thirteen, over under seventy one and a half. So yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. the Super Bowl odds are kind of listed different than they do most of the uh, regular. Sure, now, by, especially if you get the ones from the Superbook and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Now Kittle, let's see if I can find the median on Kittle. Well, Kittle is forty seven and a half, so he's a lot closer to that number. You wanted to go yeah. at fifty. You get it at plus 100. I kind of like that, actually. Kittle at plus 100 for 50 yards sounds pretty good to me. Now, I know yeah, he's banged I up. I know that. he's got the toe, so that's something you got to keep in mind. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see he was limited yesterday in practice. If he's limited today, then I'll really be concerned. What else, Jeff? Anything team-wise that you're looking at when it comes to some of these props or no? Uh, I got a couple more individuals. Uh, like I'm fading Justin Watson like on prize picks. It's at 17 and a half. I'm taking the less than. Um They've been going away from him and more to Valdez Scantling. Um, so he's actually his his uh, projections actually gone up a yard and since, since I started looking. Uh, and they might have Tony and Sky Moore back. So that means fewer reps for Watson. So I've been fading him, kind of fading Juwan Jennings too. Jennings, although that, that's hurt that that burned me in the uh, in the uh, game against the Packers actually because uh, Debo got hurt in that game. But uh, th- those are guys I've been kind of just pairing it with. And I and oh and just. And, you know, bearing the lead, I do like McCaffrey more than 90 and a half. I've seen that a lot of places in terms of the rushing yards. I think 
the Niners have to have to be able to run the ball against the Chiefs to be able to succeed. I think you just don't beat the Chiefs as often uh, with the downfield passing. It's just all, all season long they've been very stout at defending that, so I think you have to run the ball against them. This is one that I would wait on until the game itself because you want to, you don't want to do individual quarter, individual half bets until you get the game flow, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. there's one to keep an eye on team-wise that my colleague Mark Madden at, at Trib Live brought up. And that is, I guess, in the last seven games, the second half under with the Chiefs is hit. Okay. So that's one to keep in mind. Like an in-game bet, look at the second half over-under and lean heavily to the under unless you're convinced otherwise based on game flow and score at halftime. Right, right. Uh, Interestingly enough, though, and I I did see that, but the Niners have been – spectacular offensively in the second half are they over uh, are they over in seven in a row <laughs> yeah so it, it's just it's a battle of the trends um yeah it could provide some interesting opportunities to be sure well jeff uh, next time we speak after the super bowl it's going to be uh, early march we'll be talking baseball what do you have on the on the hot stove so we just came out with our latest set of uh, composite rankings called the rotowire roundtable rankings uh, four of our top rankers, put, including myself. So three top rankers and me uh, put in our, our ranks, our top 300. Actually, we went a little bit deeper than that. Came, came up with a composite top 300, uh, which you can check out on Rotowire. We've got uh, uh, you know, Brian Roof with his latest Closer Tears article, always popular this time of year as people are prepping for their drafts. James Anderson's got amazing prospect content, including the latest uh, prospect rankings. Check it all out, rotowire.com slash free get your free peek behind the paywall uh don't even have to use a credit card just a valid email address and off you go awesome jeff we'll check in with you again a little bit under a month all right thanks tim jeff erickson from rotowire